Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 18th of August, 2019. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Bull. And whenever you're ready, brother. Uh, thank you kindly. And uh, I want to preface this particular call and this study tonight with this remark or these remarks. The reward is not to go to heaven in the scripture. If that's what you think it is, you need to go back and do some reading because that's not the thing. The reward is the crown of life. And if you're going to get that crown, you're going to have to run the race according to the rules and endure to the end. It don't make any difference how damn fast you are or how slow you are. You can be a rabbit or you can be a tortoise. But the thing that's going to count is you've got to, you've got to cross the finish line, and you've got to do it correctly. Um, there's things that um, I've been privileged to discover and knew for a long time but I have gained far more insight into this type of knowledge. I know that some of you um, have been so programmed into a Victorianized, orthodox, uh, structured box religious belief that, um, hell, you couldn't get out of that box with dynamite because you just got, you, you've chained yourself in there. And um, governments and religion, that is exactly what they do. That's how they control people. Um, the God of this world is money. It is not Jesus Christ. It ain't the living God. It's damn money. And you might as well just wake the Sam hell up and smell some coffee. And uh, what the deal is, is that they use money or mammon in materialistic commerce to control you, to keep you in a rat race. They're looking for profit, control, and gain. And that gain is to gain your soul, your life. That's what that means. Some of you, that's all you're looking for. I mean, goddamn, you got a 9 to 5 or a 12 or a 14-hour job day. You're going to work six, seven days a week. And uh, then you'll get maybe a day or two off, or you may work uh, 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 12 sevens or something. Or, or 12 tens. And uh, when you get off, hell, uh, it's bed, uh, get your paycheck, and uh, you got to have a gladiator sport of some kind. Uh, or maybe you got to do a little fishing down at the pond or whatever, you know. And um, you're into buying things, you're materialistically motivated. And um, if that's all you're interested in, that's really all you're going to get. And then at the end of the road, they're going to tell you how much tax you owe on what you worked for, and then the uh, son of a guns ain't done a damn thing but hold a hand out. That's just like a preacher. A preacher ain't doing a damn thing, but he's steadily got that hand out. Don't worry, when you go to that church house or whatever they set up, you're in his field, and he's going to farm you. He'll even call you the sheep of his pasture. God put him over you. He is a pastor He's going to pastor you. That means he's going to share your ass. He's going to drink your milk. And if you ain't real careful, he'll gut a few of you. 
but uh, big boy is gonna uh, you his farm, you his uh, commodity, and governments are the same damn way. They're set up on the same principle. Matter of fact, there is no government in existence that does not have a religious head to propagate and control for it. Without that religion. People are not going to follow that damn government. You might as well just wake up. And this is why the Roman Catholic Church for centuries has controlled the world going back to, say, the initiation of the Roman Empire and the Caesars, etc. Well, um, there was knowledge long before the Roman Catholic Church. The priesthood and governments have always sought to control the knowledge because that's how they controlled the people from the beginning. There were things that uh, made some of them uh, more enlightened than others. And consequently, they knew those things and they would not give those secrets. It's kind of like Gilgamesh was two-thirds Anaki. And um, they would not give Gilgamesh the secret of immortality. And it was a particular drink, a particular elixir. Um, In latter times, um, when you got down to what they call the showbread, it's called the uh, Shemana, the Shemana bread or Shemana stone. And it meant the skyward stone or the skyward elixir. Well, there was two types of it. One was a white powder made from the substance of a uh, platinum-based metal substance and a gold substance. And then certain things were done to turn that into a white powder, and its molecular structure was uh, altered, and it could disappear and come back. And and, uh, this is where the true secrets of alchemy. Uh, came in. So if you went into ancient Africa, you'd go to Kami. And um, that there is going to deal with Egypt, and you're looking at the dark aspects and things of that nature. When you get to the Anunnaki, you're looking at a blue-eyed people. Now, you look at the ancient text, you're going to see y'all got blue eyes. There's a reason for that. And, uh, there were certain traits and characteristics that uh, they delineated um, uh, different things, and it's kind of like uh, somebody said, well, Adam was the first man. No, Adam was not the first man. And when you realize that, that just shot original sin uh, that the Catholic Church has put forth. It shot it in the ass and throwed it in the toilet can because it doesn't exist. It's not there. That's a created construct, period. And they had to alter scriptures in order to do some of those very teachings and put them in operation. Now, some things are going to be difficult for people to see, difficult for people to accept because of the training, education, doctrine, dogma that they have been programmed with and have accepted believed on, and uh, in their mind, they know it, that's it, there is no other way. And uh, if that's the way you think, then you, you're a full water glass. You can't put no more water in you, you it'll run over. 
And uh, so that's up to you what you do or what you don't do. But I'm here to tell you right now, uh, when that pillar of cloud and that pillar of fire stopped, Israel stopped. Gary Ray's going to stop. When that pillar of fire and that pillar of cloud goes forward, and it's called a glory cloud, that's a power cloud, Gary Ray is going to be hauling his little ass right behind that pillar of fire and that pillar of cloud. If you want to go, hallelujah. If you don't, hallelujah. Don't make a rat's ass to me. Uh, I'll see you manana if uh, you ever catch up with me. But I'm going on. And the reason is, is that I have found things that work. And I cannot be worried with or troubled by people that don't want to know. And, um, I mean, I do my best to give this knowledge away all the time. I help people all over the place. There's people who come to me because they know I can heal people. Well, the reason I can heal it is because I learned the secrets. And I use that, and I follow those techniques, and these signs, they accompany me. They go where I go. I expect them to because I'm doing what that law, that knowledge, that understanding has taught me to do. And... um so then I'll hear some of them, uh, they, can't, they couldn't get rid of a, a headache if it was a popcorn fart with a fan. And uh, they'll come in there and they'll say, well, that must be the devil. I said, yeah, I know a fellow. Uh, you call him Jesus and you, you say you believe in him. And he was healing the sick and raising the dead. And the first damn rattle out of their mouth was, he must be doing it by the devil. And so what did he tell them? He said, look. If Satan heals or casts out Satan, he's tearing down his own house. Now, you can argue with that, and you can think that, and you can accept those kind of beliefs if you want, and hell, that's your prerogative. But the fact of the matter is this. If you're going to overcome, and you're going to change, and right now you may be in perfect health. You may have money, wealth, whatever it is you want. But friend, there will come a time that you're going to require a different modus operandi, a different method, a method of knowledge, understanding, and application to get your butt out of the jam. Now, the scripture teaches us that we should learn in an appropriate time, in a time when that power, that understanding, that opening can be accessed. And then it goes on to say to those that didn't do that, for surely during the trial of great adversity, thou shall not or will not come nigh unto me. Why? Because, man, you skinning so many rats and having to deal with so much of a butt kicking, you ain't got time to learn nothing. You miss the day of your visitation or your ability to learn. So you're just going to have to deal with what the hell comes your way. Now, if you're already in it and you're teachable because of that, there is a mechanism that will allow you to learn and help you deliver yourself from the snare of the devil. Well, who caught you? You did. You're the devil that caught you. These people out here don't need a Satan. Shit, they are their own adversary. There's people out here, they don't need a demon. Hell, they got one. It means a divine aspect, and they're using it, but they're using it to kick their own butt. All these terms, these people have created 
devils, demons, and, and whatever, um, and a satan that's more powerful than their idea and their concept of what they believe, except or think God is. And in reality, you're the God you're looking for. You can't see God. It's an invisible thing. You can't see the real true essence of you. You can only see the manifestation of what you are and what you have become and what you can become. But it's us we're looking for. There ain't nobody going to come down here to bail our ass out because we've already got the power. Moses, what is in your hand, son? Well, knowing that we got it, what do you do with it? Get up and use it. If you don't use it, shame on us. So with that and with the intense study that I've been doing, I, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I, I have things that I've known a long time, things that I could not prove, and yet, as I uh, have gained more and more knowledge, I've gained the ability to um, access that information. Now, Jim, am I still on this call to you? Yes, sir, brother, you are. Okay, I was just double-checking because my phone wasn't showing me. And uh, <coughs> I would really like to share some of the findings and research that I have discovered, things that I literally can prove. I've given you all the information of where to go to look. You can prove them to yourself because you're going to accept your word rather and quicker than what I say anyway. But uh, you'll hear people walking around holler, that's the Antichrist, that's the spirit of the Antichrist, and most of them don't even know what they're saying. But anyway, I thought about this and I developed this class, and I done it yesterday on the 17th, and uh, I finished it up about 9.34 p.m. But uh, the definition of Antichrist versus the true chrism. Now, this was my final for the script, and I'm going to give this notice up front because when I send the paper out, it says in bold letters, notice, if you want to be removed from the email contact list, please inform me, and I will do so as soon as possible. Thank you very much. Now, the class is a talk to class script for Divine Mind Group. It's a DMG call. It's 8 p.m. Eastern. That's 7 p.m. Central. It's Sunday. The call-in number is 1-6-0-FIBER. FIBER, 6-2-0-4-4-4. Show ID is 83169er. And then they'll ask you to apply the pound key. And they'll usually call that show ID, place your PIN number in or put your PIN number in, 
Well, the show ID is the PIN number. This is the Orion Mind, O-R-N-M-N-D, training template, School of the Prophets. I'm Gary Ray. They call me the White Wolf, Puna Wallia. This is Volume 7, 0020. 2019, SOP for School of the Prophets is the file. For 8-18-2019, the topic definition of Antichrist versus the true chrism. I hope that this will benefit all of you, and I hope that it will engender questions so that we can get a discussion going and possibly give you more insight. <clears throat> I had stated before, excuse me, I do not have all of the answers. But I do have quite a few of them. And uh, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm here to give you and present you what I know. If you want to use and apply, I'm, I'm thankful. And I trust that it will benefit you as it's benefited me. Now, many voices are in the land. And some of them are truly skilled sophist. They oftentimes are likened to a talking man, but not necessarily one with all of the facts, or one that is so rooted in his own knowing and believing that he does not see or is willing to hear the correct answer, as it usually is contradictory to his own conclusions and accepted orthodox teachings. Some can tell you how to lay a brick, but they could not and cannot lay a line of bricks if they had to. It is just talk. The mark of the beast is actually in one's own right hand, meaning he has given his or her full support to a thing or a matter. The mark in one's forehead is not necessarily a physical mark, but it is the full mental resolve and support of a thing or belief. That is the true marks and the number in man's right hand. After all, it is the number or the mark of mankind. Well, what is that number? Out of, um, atomically speaking, man is numbered as having six protons, six electrons, and six neutrons. It means that he has put his whole being in support of his teachings, beliefs, and the laws of mankind over the divine law. One that man does not have the authority or the actual ability to change. That is the actual mark and number of his name, meaning his own nature and characteristics of man as a species kind, the mass unconscious mind. His non-regenerated or non-renewed state of mind is operating without being washed with the true law of truth, the divine law, 
that even nature must follow. Nature can't rewrite it. Um, when you are anti-anything, it means you are, are against it. You are contrary to a thing, idea, concept, or a practice. Now, when we come to a place that we are now, we must understand what the correct defining word, words, or terms applied mean to those that defined and first used the word, not necessarily what we might presently think it means to include the accepted orthodox teaching, even though that orthodox teaching is incorrect. <clears throat> Christ or chrism. I gave you a site link here, and it's https colon double forward slash universal truth school, one word, dot com, and it's syncretism. The next is raising the chrism. It's from the Universal Truth School, and it states primitive Christians, the Essenes, and really you need to put the term Nicenes in there because the Nicenes were really the ones that had the true Gnostic knowledge. But it's fully realized and taught the great truth that Christ was a substance an oil or ointment contained especially in the spinal column. Now, <laughs> as you uh, do certain things, certain things happen. Now, you'll have to look on the deal when you punch it up. It'll give you all the definition. I'm not going to kick it all in here because it's a, a lengthy definition there. Christ, etymology. Christ comes from Christos, meaning anointed one. And the Greek Septuagint, Christos, was used to translate the Hebrew and uh, the four letters that are there. Messiah or Messiah, meaning one who is anointed. A title allegedly adopted from the term for the tradition of anointing the Egyptian pharaoh during coronation or marriage with oil drawn from the fat of Mesa, who was the sacred crocodile or crocodile star in the spells, and the same anointing ritual may be traced to earlier Mesopotamia, Masasi or Masasu. And there are several definitions there. In coffins of Egyptian mummies, the word Christ, K-R-S-T, is found as a blessing and anointing from Horus and Osiris. Hence, the word Christos is thought as loaned. Christ denoted the process of preparation of the mummy by embalming purifying, and anointing, and can mean anointed, buried, or covered in oil, 
In the Old Testament, anointing was reserved to the kings of Israel, to the high priest of Israel. You can find that in Exodus 29, verse 7, Leviticus chapter 4, verse 3 through 16, special bracket 22, and to prophets, 1 Kings 19 through 16, specifically verse 23. I'll add one more here. If you want to see what the holy anointing oil is, it's found in Exodus, the 30th chapter, verses 15 through 23, on down through verse 30. Now, according to the Summa Theological, or Theologica, of St. Thomas Aquinas, or Thomas Aquinas is here in this particular rendition, in the singular case of Jesus, the word Christ has a twofold meaning, which stands for both the Godhead anointing and the manhood anointed. It derives from the twofold human divine nature of Christ, diosotism, that's a diso, dio. This is, well, anyway, it's D-Y-O-P-H-Y-S-I-T-I-S-M. The Son of God is anointed, or Son of Man is anointed, in consequence of his incarnated flesh, as well as the Son of God is anointed in consequence of the Godhead, which he has with the Father. There's references there. Now, what you to understand, it's not just an anointing that someone pours oil on someone. This also has an anointing that a female produces in two diverse and different areas, but yet they may manifest in one area. Adultery. Adultery, it's a transitive verb. It means to corrupt, to debase, or make impure by addition of a foreign or inferior substance or element. When you follow mammon and materialism, you're following man's man-made law. You cannot follow the divine law and follow man's law. They're two diverse opposites. So if you add man's law of mammon, materialism, etc., to divine law, you're going to screw up. You're debasing the divine law that will give you everything. Now here we have a basic set of general definitions. However, since the master, as in the teacher of righteousness or right, even corrective actions, We know from the gospel stories that he consistently used parables as he did not speak unto Israel. Now, notice Israel there is a unique term. It means those that have the power of God woke up in their own mind and their actions. He ain't talking about what you want to call Jews and this and that and the other. He's talking about Israel right here. Without a parable, he did not speak. Now we need to know what that term parable really is. 
definition of parable. Usually, it is a short, fictitious story that illustrates a moral attitude or a religious principle. The Bible parable of the Good Samaritan also. Something such as a news story or a series of real events like unto a parable in providing a or an instructive example or a lesson. Now notice, it could be fictitious. It doesn't have to be real. It can be an analogy that's put together and framed in such a fashion that will teach us something. Now I was listening to a man and I think he's on this one tape. And God have mercy. Um, he's um, And some things I've listened to him on, and he's real intelligent. But, man, I am here to tell you, when this guy got teaching on this, I knew he did not know his butt from a hole in the ground. Now, maybe he is supposed to be a preacher, and I'm sure that's probably what it is. He began talking about this type of subject, and it seemed... Everything and anything was a devil, a demon, a Satan, or it was Lucifer. And I knew he was literally using a purely orthodox, literal, a externalized understanding of constructed teaching. He was not objective at all. He did not know that much in the Bible and even in the Old Testament, had been reconstructed to fit and form a set of orthodox-style beliefs and outcome-based conclusions. He was articulate in his presentation, but he was as biased as he could possibly be. You can use that term. That man was closed-minded. He was articulate, as I've said in his presentation, but if we're going to find the real truth, then we must be open and objective in our research and really look over what we believe and where did those beliefs come from and for what purpose were they written. Or we might as well stop looking now. I must admit, I have known for a long time that some of what we have been taught and even in some cases taught and believed was on some really shaky ground. A friend of mine, Bob Brown, a friend in New York, had recommended that I acquire a book by Nicholas D.E. Veer, B-E-R-E titled The Dragon Legacy. Folks, I'm telling you, I highly recommend you get that book. And buckle your seatbelt and your shoulder harness too. Some research uh, was done and I found it. And a second book was written by him titled The Dragon Seed, C-E-D-E, and I acquired it also. I read the reviews and ordered both books. I also had prior knowledge of Sir Lawrence Gardner. Bob had first-hand knowledge of Lawrence and his in-depth research, specifically into the bloodline of the Messiah or Mashiach 
modernly called Jesus, although there was no J in operation in language at that time and in, uh, in, in, in use. He had written and researched extensively on the genius or genesis of the Grail King. You know, the, he's talking about the beginning genetics of the Grail Kings. The bloodline of the Holy Grail. The Magdalene legacy. Revelation of the devil. And several others, including the lost secrets of the sacred ark. I found and purchased all of them, including others that have not come in as of this time. But I found his work to be in-depth and thorough. He had access to much information that the average researcher would find difficult to access, and he also detailed where he found his information. Man, he was a member of several special groups and libraries that were open to him that you and I would not be able to even walk in the door. Excuse me. I have already read Nicholas DeVere's Dragon Legacy, and it is well documented also, and I am almost finished with the genesis of the Grail Kings, and uh, I absolutely have finished it. And I'm in the process of the bloodline of the Holy Grail, uh, and I started, and I'm already about a third of the way through it. Now, this preacher just did not know the real story, nor the substantiating history to back up that research. He thought he did. But he was just taking what orthodox has put out, or orthodoxy has put out. And uh, that skewed his whole understanding about everything. Now, in science, we can have a dogma. And once uh, greater knowledge comes, then they'll throw that dogma away and they'll update their findings. But when you get to religion... I don't give a damn what you find. They folks over yonder that's uh, in the Vatican, uh, they got their orthodox religious beliefs, and brother, they do not believe in changing. I don't give a damn if they've been wrong for 2,000 years. And they know they're wrong. They're not going to change it because it will destroy their control and command and gain model, and they ain't into that. Well, even the one that everybody calls Jesus today is actually a direct member and a descendant of the dragon bloodline. And it's not a bad thing. It's just that they have perpetrated that type of belief structure like a serpent or a snake. Man, that's a terrible thing. Do you listen to them? It was not. That was a symbol for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. If you don't believe me, look on a caduceus that a doctor wears. Didn't there two snakes on there running up that rod? That rod is your spine. Those wings are the wings of, say, the goose or the swan, 
And yet, they're symbolic of the two hemispheres of the brain, the right and left hemispheres. That ball that's on top of that caduceus is none other than your pineal gland. Well, there's a lot more to this stuff that's going on than people either want to admit or uh, have taught. Don't expect the church to change because they're not planning on doing it, uh, not today, tomorrow, next week. And uh, anyway, the one they're calling Messiah is a dragon bloodline and is an anointed priest king in that lineage. The scriptural documentation and lineages of much of what we have been given through translations has been skewed to present to present another gospel. Not the real thing, but another one, one they created, so to speak. And the real truth has been hidden, removed, and subverted for the gain of governments, religion, and the church's orthodox doctrines and dogma, and those have been to gain control and profit from the masses as a whole. I use the term church in this sense. All religious churches of the day are actually under or tied to the Roman Catholic Church and the Vatican Corporation, whether you like it or not. And they have been in the business of promoting government and their own religious ideas for profit, gain, and control from day one. <laughs> Excuse me. Standing on the alterations by the Caesars and the Pavians, and then on the fraudulent creation and claims of the alleged donation of Constantine I, a pure out-and-out out fraud. Even in its own document, it proves itself that it's a fraud. And it's why the scriptures also reveal the whole world as we know it lies in the state of corruption and deception, also called mental wickedness. The anointing by Mary Magdalene with the alabaster box of costly anointment was actually the anointing of a king as she was actually a dragon lineage high priestess, not some prostitute as the council uh, for Nice or Nicaea and others made her out to be. The Church of Rome under Constantine I had already gone patrilineal instead of the actual matrilineal teaching from the beginning of time as we usually think of it. The Roman Catholic Church could not and would not allow for a woman to be in any position of authority and headship. Even if you use the Genesis record as they have left it, it states the Eve... She is not the fullness of the actual story. She's only a part of it. Oh. He was taken from the Adam's side. A rib. 
that in itself reveals that she was not taken from his feet to be walked on. Well, she was not taken from his head to rule over him, but from his side as a equal. In ancient Egypt, where much of the scriptures actually come from, in ancient Shumer, there was no Pharaoh or one that could be Pharaoh if the high priestess did not anoint him and choose him to be her mate. He just flat ass wasn't there. She was the tall hog at the trough, period. I don't believe that. Well, let's just see here. She was and still is the one that chooses the actual king as her husband. Even today, it is standard practice for the man to ask the woman. It is still up to her to allow the marriage. It is not the man. The old saying is, it is mama's baby. It is still daddy's baby. The only one we can be sure of is the mother, as she still is the one that has or births the child. Whether the Pope likes it or not, mitochondrial DNA is strictly from the woman, even in DNA. DNA testing results, it is so stated. Now, case in point is Blackbird is a foundation cow in all Black Angus cattle herds. She is a Scottish Aberdeen Black Angus, and if she is not there, then the herd bloodline is not pure. It has always been Mama's baby. And the XX chromosome comes from the female. The XY comes from the male. In some cases, a YY and even a double X are found in males. But it is the exception, not the norm, in the genetic tree of lineages. A male that is a outcross can also contaminate or adulterate the original bloodline. And that is why men keep records of the breeding tree. But it is a matrilineal lineage, actually, although most want to claim it is a patrilineal line. That is usually only found when a suitable purebred male is inbred back into the pure lineage of the herd or in the human genome family, as was the case used by J.O. Lush in Animal Breeding Plans, 1938, Ames, Iowa, College, now University Press, in the inbreeding section where he used the Black Angus Scotch Aberdeen bull called Earl Marshall. His lineage goes all the way back to the Black Bull of Ulster, the Cooley Cattle Raid with Kukulain, 
and uh, that is a matter of English history, Scotch history, as far as that goes. Now, that is not the case. Otherwise, we have what is called a adulterer in the lineage, and it is called a adulterated line. It is no longer a pure bread line. Now, here's the problem with some of the doctrines that's been put forth for orthodoxy. Uh, they evidently couldn't read reading, and they evidently can't read writing. Because uh, the old boy said, uh, liars don't figure and figures don't lie. And some of the crap that they put out, it just flat don't add up. Now, there are three types of anointing, basically speaking. One is with a cruise of oil or holy anointing oil, even as the box of spikenard in the alabaster box by and with Mary Magdalene. The other two also require female. It's where the true Eucharist practice actually came from, and it is also part of the dragon line, the swan maiden, and several other labeled practices referring to the same thing. The soma is a term used to designate the body, as in a human body. It was referred to as the elixir of life and the regeneration elixir. Why? It stopped aging. It was a life extension elixir, and it could cure practically any type of disease and greatly assisted in healing wounds. The latter reason is why, or one of many reasons, the true Knights Templar and the Knights of the Holy Grail adored it and watched over it to include the real secrets of the ancient dragon bloodline going back to Lilith, Eve, and Enki in the ancient Sumerian clay tablets. <coughs> Excuse me. Even the bloodline of Cain and Abel have been altered. Boy, I'm telling you, what they taught and we've been taught up to today, uh, it is not the truth. It's just flat-ass ain't there. As well as with the individual called Ham. The true bloodline and the lineage from Adam to Noah to Shem, Japheth, and Ham, all of this is suspect when you get the chance to look at the original teachings and not those fabricated by the doctrinal agenda of the Holy Roman Empire's Roman Catholic Church, now known of as the Vatican, a corporate business called a universal religion. Nothing but usurpation and fraud. Even Miriam, the senior, get this, feeding Sister, now that's a unique term, feeding sister to Moses. 
also known as Akhenaten, and Amenhotep IV. She was literally a full sister to Aaron of the Levite, Leviathan, Serpentine, or Dragon Priesthood lineage. And he was a dragon pharaoh himself, as also was Moses. But different lineages. Moses couldn't be the priest because he was not of the lineage of Levi. The scribes and the Catholic Church, B.I.A., Constantine I, literally wrote out and suppressed women, and that goes all the way back to Jethro. Remember, he married Sephra. Jethro was called a priest of the Most High God in Midian. Also, he was also called the Lord in some translations, and contention with Moses was due to Moses taking the Midianite teachings over the already known law and the tablets of destiny that had been well established in ancient Egypt. The original teachings were almost verbatim out of the Egyptian Book of the Dead, and they have definitely been altered by the lying pen of the scribes, whether Hebrew, Judaism, and or Christian. Miriam stood up and said, oh, no, you can't do that, because she was really the true voice, the true prophetess. She was more highly revered than Moses was. Roman Catholic Church couldn't have that. The Christ or chrism is actually meaning a anointed one and is one of three types as a king and priest, and the other two are strictly from a sexual nature. One is the feeding swan maiden and a swan or dragon queen. It is the courtly love variety and is usually not associated with childbirth, but the feeding of either the original starfire seed as the red and gold soma or elixir, also as the bread that flowed from heaven and is also referred to as a shemanah, meaning the skyward bread, the showbread, and the bread of soma used in the longevity rites as well as the bread of enlightenment or illumination. The other form was not just the bread, but the soma elixir of life and regeneration also equated to the original meaning of the true Eucharist. This was the monthly menses and the semen from the Grappenberg gland in the high frontal area of the vagina being the ba chamber. Remember Merkaba? That's the light body, the light vehicle. Myrrh is talking about the waters of creation, ventured out on the mare, the sea. Ka is the high self, the superconscious mind, or equated to the uterus because it's behind the veil. The ba is equated to the subconscious mind, the middle mind called the heart. And it's also equated to the vagina as the ba chamber. 
It contained all of the enzymes, hormones, and get this, the telomerase. That's T-E-L-A-M-O-R-A-S-E. Boy, you can look that term up. That was and is anti-aging as well as the high melanin or melatonin and sometimes levels of serotonin could be generated. It is also a pineal discharge, not only of the melatonin, but of the DMT, also known of as dimethyltryptamine, and the body does create it. You can also supplement it. You can enhance it. You can do certain things to make it enhanced. That is produced by the brain, and in this high state of breath, and mental stimulation, the rite of making a pharaoh was performed. Called a god, isn't he? Well, if the pharaoh is a god, then he must be the same as Jacob became Israel, one that is like or is God in the earth. Same term, it's just the culture and the usage of it. The knowledgeable ones knew how to stimulate mental or mentally the magnetoelectrical sound vibration frequencies that caused a renewal in the youth growth cell ends of the telomerase and contained youth-enhancing qualities well past the cessation of the normal cycle of regenerative powers of the feminine semen. Sound and the magneto-electrical fields also generated light. It also caused a renewal of the females as well as the males and greatly extended their life and heightened their intellect. Once the command was told to the patriarchs not to drink blood, damn, their life got shortened. But the Anaki kept on going. And those that practiced the dragon line, bloodline lineage rites, they had long lives. But the ones that no longer practiced or participated, their lives were greatly shortened. <coughs> well, 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 well. See, we could say electromagnetic, and we could say Magnetoelectric, they sound similar, but they are not the same. This also caused a renewal, as I've stated, of the females as well as the males and greatly extended their life. And get this, it heightened their intellect. You think maybe that's what caused one to be like God in the earth? And the mind of the God was in him or them, very similar to the transitioning into the state of being a true Israelite, one that has opened the mind of God or the divine mentality due to the brain-mind stimulation as occurred with Jacob at Bethel as he slept or dreamed on the rock as in the usage of the starfire stone. 
the white monotonic gold powder. The starfire seed and the starfire stone are the two types of this longevity-enhancing elixir. And the third type of anointing and feeding was drinking or feeding during the dark of the moon. Why dark? Well, at night due to the enhancing ability of the melatonin from the pineal gland and the ability to stimulate a high magnetoelectric charge in the pineal gland and the pituitary gland being the master controller gland of the body and usually would also stimulate the high mental state of glossolalia. You caught your folks, that means speaking in other tongues. So them folks that don't know it, can't do it, uh, they need to go a little bit further. They ain't quite got the rest of the story. It also opened the visioning, the gate of sight in the other world, sometimes referred to as the nether world dimensional area where time, space, and distance as normally perceived does not exist. This is the proverbial plane of Rami, the plane where war does not exist. Even Muhammad, as a Sufi master and a follower and a knower of Zoroastrianism, evidently used this type of elixir because his vision and the story of his vision from the cave in Medina tells the exact same thing and reveals the effects of what this process and this elixir caused. While he was in the cave of Medina and where he rode the time horse to Mecca in Jerusalem, the time horse is the activation of the hippocampus, which is vision and memory in the occipital region of the brain, back there in the back of that temple that Moses built that had that window. The ride, he could fly out that site in Delta time. The Vikings, as the dragon seed, used the same techniques as did the dragon bloodline. Also, the ones that are associated with the raven, the owl, some cases the hawk. Remember? Horus had past clear sight even though he had one eye oh single eye there we go <coughs> excuse me and in some cases the ring necked dove uh oh remember the anointing of the dove and the dove settled down on him and said this is my son in whom I am well pleased also known as the swan oh my and the wolf Tartaria was known for these dragon lines, and in Scotland and Ireland, they were also known of as Druids, the Tuatha de Danon, and the Elves or Fairy People. Well, how about that? Although they were full-sized people, and they were also associated with music as sound, and much gold 
as in the white powder of the master craftsman, the artificer that knew how to create the monatomic gold. Nikola Tesla and Keane, Schauberger, Lakowski, all of these men and others, such as Roy Wright, knew and used sound, frequency, vibration, and knew that magneto-electrical fields created a state of levitation, whether as with people or huge stones as at the pyramids and other sites having huge architectural stone building applications. Somebody said, I don't believe that. Well, you better go check out Lewis Scallion down there that built the Carl Castle in Carl Gables, Florida, because that's exactly what he was using and would lift stones that were the tonnage. They didn't have the equipment to lift. And he would do it by himself because he could make it light as a feather and move it where the hell he wanted to. Cloaking and invisibility as well as what we might call free energy was and is available as also revealed by the use of the blue organ energy by Wilhelm Reich. And it could be enhanced by the proper usage of the mind, breath, and sexuality. This was well known of in Tartaria and Atlantis, as well in ancient Mu or Lemuria. And the CIA, and I believe it was 1973, put out a paper detailing the suppression of anything to do with Tartaria and these abilities. Then, I believe it was in 1993 or 1997, that document was finally declassified. I've given you information. If you'd listen, they showed you pictures of it. The main key that has been used to bind and control people is ignorance and money. It has been elevated to the status of a god. You even got on the paper there, in God we trust. Well, hell, it ain't God you're talking about. It's that damn dollar bill. A purely materialistic state of mind and being. Money is the god of this world of materialism. Man cannot serve two masters. It is either the true high self or it is mammon. You cannot serve both. Remember the parable of the rich young ruler? Take all that you have, sell and give it to the poor. He turned and walked away sorrowfully. Why? Man, he was more confident in that damn materialism and that mammon than he was in the power of a God in his life. Mammon aspect causes humanity to set aside the eternal laws and serve man's limited and inferior law that has no real power, only the existence of a servant, a slave to the material system where someone else is controlling you, your family, and you will never own anything. You will always pay tax and tribute on the true inheritance, the true vineyard of the true creator, and it is our choice, enlightenment or ignorance. Michael Turlinger has a video 
And it is a four-hour video shrunk down to three hours. He took everything out he could take out and still kept the, the true essence. I highly recommend it. And a wise man will listen to it at least three to five times. It'll take you that much to really catch grip on everything that's in there. Then you will understand and overcome. I am including a few other links to assist your understanding. At least two are regarding breath. And Metatruth um, sent me the Seton uh, Library, and I hope you enjoy. And if you really want to know the secrets of some of this knowledge, I'll do my best to enlighten you. Otherwise, I will know, as did the Messiah, once he revealed the true meaning and practice of the Eucharist, and one follower said, Master, this is a hard or difficult saying. Who can or will do it? Then it states, and I quote, many no longer followed him in the regeneration, end of quote, period. It is up to you. Your silence I am going to consider just as they would in a court of law. I'm going to consider it as tacit consent and prima facie fact that you don't want to know, and I damn well won't give it to you. You have a great day. Shalom. I'm Gary Ray. They call me the White Wolf Hunawaya. Now, Michael Terlinger is going to talk to you about the Mbutu Project. That'd be wise for you to listen. And uh, the other is Sophia. And Sophia is an enterprise spirit, a divine man. Uh, feminine and Gnosticism on YouTube. Jim, you got feedback in there. The Ark and the Blood, the discovery of the Ark of the Covenant, YouTube. Now notice, when you get down and they do the studies on that blood that they found in Jeremiah's cave, the mitochondrial of the DNA of the woman, brother, it's right there. And those white blood cells were still alive, and it freaked those scientists out. But when they checked the masculine side of that bud, guess what? It was not from straight human genetics. That's why they called him the Dragon King and the Dragon Lineage, because it went all the way back to the Anunnaki with Enki. Now... Julia Seaton Sears, the Open Library, like I said, that's a matter of truth. Another one is about Dangion breathing. Uh, some of them may call it the Dantian. Um, and uh, welcome to feel better on your own. If you learn to breathe correctly and enhance your oxygen intake, um, you can wrap up your living energy. And you can also heal your body. The last one was one that Shar uh, sent me from California. And it's how to remove glycosates from the body and restore digestive health. It's a Nexus news feed. And here last week sometime you may have heard the FDA all of a sudden come out and they were condemning uh, this uh, particular mechanism because, oh, it ain't nothing but bleach. Well, you better listen real good because what they're talking about on there may sound like bleach, but that is not bleach. But it does have the ability to kill that shit that's set up in your gut and help restore your health. 
Roundup Agent Orange. They put a nematode in it, and the guy that developed that crap is a retired uh, civil service worker, and he's up at Polk, Louisiana. And you want to mess your life up, glycosates will do it. And you've got plenty of guys that right now they're trying to get them, um, uh, they just finally had to get a court case to get them to get their uh, return and their ability for uh, deep blue water. Uh, those guys were on those ships, and they were refueling uh, birds, you know, aircraft and fighters and stuff like that for us. And they were loading them ships and those aircraft with that damn uh, uh, defoliant. And, God, they're coming down with it right and left, and finally they want a case in the federal court that is going to allow them to get their VA um, and benefits replaced. Now, I'm going to ease over here to the deal. Let's see. It looks like we've got a few up there that uh, may be on the chat side. <coughs> a rib curb in Hebrew. A rib is also a hermetically sealed chamber. And if you want to get um, um, red blood cells and so forth, bone marrow, the uh, rib is a good place to get it uh, in a genetic experiment. The second thing, uh, curb is in DNA. Well, that also is a curvature because it would be definitely be found in the uh, uh, bone marrow of the rib. And uh, she birthed me under the apple tree. Well, a lot of truth to that. Daddy used to make the statement, if you don't like my apples, don't shake this tree. But I noticed them gals was always shaking Daddy's apple tree. So, uh, yeah, I understand exactly where you're coming from. And uh, uh, if you've got any questions you want to ask them or you want to type them in, I'll be glad to do what I can. Otherwise, Jim, I'm going to throw it to you while I grab me a little tea here. Alrighty, brother. By the way, that was a fantastic uh, dissertation tonight of teaching. And it would do everyone, uh, you know, good to really listen to this thing three or four times. Check it out, apply it, study to show yourself approved like the good book says. That's the only way you're going to know, by you seeking and searching it and doing it. Because once oh, you see it, once you see it, you're gonna and and believe it, then you're going to know. And like what we were saying earlier, you're gonna believe yourself before you will anyone else. So, please, you know we ask, uh, you know, to you know to check it out more than once. And uh, Yava will open the, your mind and heart to see you. Well, Jim, I was going to ask the, I was going to ask the folks that are that are on the phone, please, if you have any questions about what was said, now's the time, because you might spark something. Uh, else to add to what was brought out tonight and the only stupid question or silly question is one that was not asked so if you have any questions please do so the ones that are on the phone if they raise a hand I'll unmute you so you can ask the question or, or type it into the chat 
and I'm sure White Wolf will do his very best to get, give you an answer. Well, Jim, I do know that uh, we can use our mind to alter our DNA. We can use the mind and breath and sound to restore and renew the telomer race. Um, Certain things can be done that enhance uh, a woman's physical energy. And uh, that's what triggers the release of these hormones, enzymes, etc., cetera, um, into the physical body. A man has to learn the art of retention and uh, doing and pursuant to his age, he needs to retain longer. It doesn't mean you can't have sex. It just means you need to learn how to control the muscles in your body and extend um, your orgasmic ejaculation because every time you ejaculate, you're going to lose power and energy. Never so often you're going to have to, or you can get detrimental effects to that. And then the wandering Taoist, um, when I was initially in the deep research and study for Tai Chi Chen, the tactical form, and the uh, Taoist temple healing arts and secrets, um, I had to learn all those techniques. And it's very well laid out in a book entitled The Wandering Taoist. I think he is still alive in California. Um, at the, he had been a uh, bodyguard for Joanne Lai, who was the premier of uh, China. And uh, he had been in the Re Boxer Rebellion uh, back in the early 1900s. Uh, this guy was a Wu master, and he had also been trained by, uh, he called him Uncle Yang Chen Fu. And um, I'm directly tied to uh, Yang Chen Fu and Master Wu. Um, and Yang Lukan, uh, uh, Yang Chen Fu's dad, who uh, initially learned the Chen style and uh, modified it into Tai Chi Chen form, and then Yang took it on and really developed it into what was known as the Supreme Ultimate. And um, you learn to control and direct, uh, direct and develop the energy. And then I learned uh, uh, aspects of Shen Kuan and uh, the Pakwa Chang. And um, that's the Dragon Walk and Bakwa or Pakwa. Um, also, I learned uh, uh, parts of uh, Chen Man Ching's 37 move style from Taiwan. And um, then I developed certain punches and stuff, uh, snake, etc., that the priest in uh, Shaolin learned and taught. And uh, the Feynman Hand, the Buddha Palm. Um, the coat, uh, full coat of armor, um, many things that are even taught, let's say, in what was known of as 1st Earth Battalion, and I think Wade's got some of that training. And uh, <clears throat> nevertheless, um, sexual energy is where you gain your power. And if you know how to enhance it and hold on to it, uh, sexual energy can cause you to have a far longer life. And so if you understand what some of these ancient precepts really were, and the Gnostics used to laugh at the first century Christians who were called Cretans initially, uh, and a Cretan meant an idiot because they didn't know. 
And um, that's true today. Most people that claim they're Christian, I don't mean to tell you you're an idiot, but the belief structure that you have accepted is what is in reality uh, being called into question, and that's where they developed that term, um, a cretin, a idiot, one that just didn't know. And um, so uh, with that in mind, um, if you got a question, please type it in. And uh, like I said, I'll do my best to share. There's some things that's probably best for me not to tell you on the, you know, on the call direct. Uh, it would be better to do it via the emails. And that's why I send out the, uh, the class script. Because I figure if you want to know something, you'll do like Aunt Andrew in Australia or, or uh, uh, different ones around the country. And uh, they'll write and ask uh, different things, and I'll do my best to share with them and teach them. But um, you can restore your physical body. Um, I was up at the VA the other day when they checked me, and uh, uh, the lady was there, and uh, she checked me, and sure enough, this thing was alarming. And um, another lady walked in. She said, uh, "What? What? What? Uh, how's everything going?" She said, well, it is definitely alarming. She said, but he can physically and mentally enhance and increase the voltage of this device. The lady said, do what? She said, I'm telling you, he can do it. He done it here last time with Dr. Mirza. <laughs> and uh, so um, I ramped up the energy and began to breathe and pull it up. This young lady was, you know, she had her hair in a ponytail. She was nice looking. You know, she wasn't disheveled or anything. And it was about, from where I was sitting in the chair, it was about four to five feet to the window. And the MIT uh, Metronics uh, uh, machine was sitting between uh, me and the wall, and she was operating it between me and the window. And as I began to ramp the energy up, all of a sudden, she started hollering, oh, my, oh, my, you got the power. Mr. Hickman, you got the power. You got the power. And I looked at her, and she had broke out in a sweat. And her hair that was all nice and pretty and straight and that ponytail looked disheveled. It was messed up. And you could see sweat under her surgical clothing, and um, um, I shut it off. And when I shut it off, she walked by and uh, went across the, the, uh, the hall to uh, the other aisle. And Dr. Yekinoth, the other Indian cardiologist that I have, and him and uh, Mirsa called me a uh, magi or a magician in India, which is what they call a, a sadi or a holy man, something on the order of that, because I can do unique things. And uh, he was just really fascinated by what was going on. I got up and uh walked uh, out across the room because uh, I asked the nurse, the other nurse that was there, I said, well, am I free to go? She said, yeah, you need to go see Dr. Yuck now. I said, all right. And so I started walking out with a little lady that was running the Metronics machine. She come walking back out of the other room. I looked at her, and I, said, I stopped her, and I said, tell me something. What did you feel? It was heat, wasn't it? said, yes, sir, it was. She said, it got so hot. She said, and it's still hot in here right now. And she was still broke out in sweat. And it was pretty cool in that cardiology room. 
I said, well, honey, you have a good day. And I walked on in with Dr. Yak, and we sat down. He checked me. He said, Gary, your heart's perfect. He said, I can't find anything wrong with it. Well, I've been doing what it takes to cure it, to heal it. You know, if anything was wrong. Uh, my blood pressure is down at uh, 114, 117, over, say, about 70, 74, sometimes down as low as 68. And uh, I have two heartbeats because of this unit that they've put in there. He said, what in the world did they put this thing in you for? And I held my three fingers together and kind of rubbed them back and forth, and he started smiling. He said, oh, man, there had to be something. I said, it was. It's called money, Doc. And um, I said, tell me something. Since everything's perfect, I said, uh, if this thing was to quit right now, he said, nothing would happen. He said, your heart would just keep right on going because there's nothing wrong with it. And uh, he said, uh, I said, well, tell me that. I said, instead of us replacing this damn battery for the fourth time, I said, um, how about uh, let's take it out? He looked at me and he said, you know, that is a difficult operation. I said, yes, sir, I realize that it is because the leads, um, they grow into the vascular or arterial wall. He said, yeah, they do. And uh, he said, well, we could send you here and here and here and here. And he looked, pulled up the chart and he looked and he said, oh, my God. He said, oh, no, we can't. He said, you have to have a Medtronic. He said, the reason is, he said, you had three leads, not two. I said, yes, sir. They put this in because they wanted to do an experimental deal with these special type of leads. He said, well, he said, we'll talk about it. We'll see where we're going to go. And so they told me where they wanted me to go. And consequently, they called. And I noticed this morning that uh, normally it sounds like a European police car. Bueno, bueno, bueno. Well, this morning it changed its tune and uh, it got louder. And so I imagine I'm on the last leg of this battery, so somebody's either going to have to do something one way or another, but it's not going to hurt me. And you can change all this with your mind. You have this ability. And you can do more things. You can rejuvenate. You can renew. You can restore. Um. But like I said, I'm not going to put that on the air because um, there's things out there that people need to know direct, and I don't want to tell the whole world about it because some of them don't need to know it. Um, you got a crazy man there, and you know he's going to shoot your ass. You don't give him a loaded weapon and teach him how to use it. But anyway, my dime's your dime crazy, ball. I don't see any more questions, uh, Jim, and... Um, with that, I'm on the QRTQSY. I love you all. Thank you all for coming. And uh, you have a good Bro evening. Yes, sir, brother. This has got me a little bit bum-puzzled. They've, I mean, the people come on here all the time. Once in a while, they'll type in a question. But, I mean, with all this knowledge you've been bringing out, it seems like people would have questions and let us know that they're even getting what's being Jim, put out there. Jim, uh, listen. <laughs> what's it, one in a hundred? One in a thousand? Yes. One in a great multitude? 
All of them are not yeah. going to get him. All of them are not interested in him. All of them do not understand the consequences of not knowing him. And, uh, well, I mean, that's like that's the concept. Good well. Yes, sir. That's like the concept of electricity. Even though they might not really know too much about it, they know they could run a light or an air conditioner or whatever. But if they stuck their finger in there or a, even a bobby pin or something, you know, it's either going to knock them backwards or it's going to burn them or, or to kill them. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you you violate the law of electricity. I don't care if you're an electrical engineer or an infant. Both of you will get dead, as the man said. But some people, uh, to them... Uh, they got an air conditioner, and they got a this, and they got a that. If it don't work, they'll call an electrician. No problem. Leave them people there. See, they, they've got their strength. They've got their beliefs, and you have to leave them there. You cannot force an individual to learn. You can do your best to give it to them. You can show it. You can teach it. That's why I made the statement earlier before we even kicked on this thing. Friend? If you join up and you want to go and join special forces, you better realize right up front and personal, you're not going to a leg outfit or just a regular army outfit. You're going to join up with a group of people that have special knowledge, special training, and they want to be there. Uh, you don't get drafted into special forces. That is a volunteer situation. Now, if you don't want to know uh, don't go down there and tell them how you, they need to change this and change that. Listen, they're doing what they're doing for a reason. They didn't figure it out. Now, if you don't want to do that, then like I said, you need to be your butt someplace else because you are not SF material. It's just that simple. <clears throat> and, um, I mean, um, if they don't want to be in that group, no problem. I mean, they're not. I'm not going to throw rocks at them. I'm not going to tell them they're bad people, this, that, and other. Uh, but before it's over with, they'll tell themselves what they are because they'll get in a situation that they just may not be able to deal with what the hell happens. And um, I'm just doing my best to help them learn and understand. But anyway, I love you all. Thank you all guess, for coming. Uh, guess six asked a question. It says on there, it says, when we ask something or make a comment that you don't agree with, you block us. No, I only block I, I, people when... Go ahead, brother. I don't have nothing to do with the blocking. No, I was going to tell them. I, I block them if they, it, when they start going down, a, you know, a racist line or something like that, whether, because I don't, I'm not racist and I don't believe in racism and all that stuff. And if you're going to do that on this call, then you need to go somewhere else because that's not far here. That's not what we're about. We're here to help one another, but not to incite racism or other things like a lot of people do on other calls. That is not us. And I'm the one, I'm the moderator. And if you make a comment that I don't agree with that goes down that type of a line or you say something about a, a, a female or something in a derogatory way or something like that, or even a male, I'm going to block you and kick you off the call. I mean, that's not what our call is about. It's about the spirit, mind, and that's that's what we're here to learn and do and grow and understand. 
guests. Well, I do know that we have people, we have women, we have young uh, men, women, children. Uh, we have adults. Uh, um, we have different races of people from all over the world that tie into this call. And the fact of it is, is we're endeavoring to assist them in learning so that they can help themselves. We ain't going nowhere. There's only one planet here or one plane. And we're going to have to learn to get on and get along. Otherwise, we're going to be in a perpetual state of war. Um, you can learn more. Uh, see, like Kimmy and Kimmit, Egyptians basically were black. Now, whether you like it or not, I mean, you can go down to Namibia, you can go to the Congo, you can go to Nigeria, you don't find uh, historical buildings and locations of people that were there that, man, they, they have wrote totally out of your Bible. Now, we do know that certain traits and characteristics were from the Anunnaki. Well, you need to kind of understand them because of the fact that, hell, they're the one that created us in the house of breath. And they're not going to look like us. We're going to look like them. And uh, if you want to know some of those things, it's just like I study all the time because there's things that I know of that's in the King James Bible. And I think I've got somewhere around 49 translations. And I can guarantee you that they're not all correct. They're a translation. They're not a transliteration. They're a translation. <clears throat> there is not just one God, as in monotheism. There is, um, they call it, a, what's it, a henotheism. It's where multiple gods are there. They just chose to follow one of them or adhere to one of them's teachings. And um, so um, you, you have to understand that some of the stuff that we've been taught um, God, for such the Catholic Church started uh, forming their doctrines from the Flavians this way, uh, has been to propagate religion and government. And and uh, that is not for the good of the people. Hell, they don't care about us. Well, they farm us. And uh, I, I want to help uh, anybody and everybody. But um, I'm not in here to uh, beat those people down. I mean, you can't help people if... Um, you know, if you're going to just fight them on every tooth and every, every corner and every hand, you got to find a place called peace. And there's some things and some places and some people that it's best for me to just keep walking because I know there ain't a damn thing I'm going to be able to say or do that's going to be able to help them because of the way they think and feel. But I don't have to sit there and throw dirt in their face just because they got those feelings. Hell, that's them. they got to live with that crap. I don't have to. Uh, you're dime uh, number six. Uh, you got anything else in there? <clears throat> yeah, I wish he would, you know, answer back because he's the one who propagated that question. Well, I mean, I, I understand. But, I mean, here again, you know, that's a choice that they make. But... Um, Folks, look, I really do thank you for coming. I thank you for listening. And um, if you can read some of this material and go through it, um, I've got uh, 18. 
I bought 21 different books. And uh, some of them are not, you know, little books. Some of them are pretty good-sized books. And um, I've got hardbacks and paperbacks. Now, I got every hardback I could get when uh, they wasn't so crazy I could uh, afford to buy. But uh, if you don't study, if you don't research, you're not going to know anything. And um, I'll say one thing about group. Group gave me a study ethic. And they taught me the value of knowing and learning. And I was with a group of men that, honest to God, some of them that had their different MOSs, they would share and teach all the others that didn't have those MOSs. And it made us all stronger because if something happened and we lost that team member or he got decommissioned, hell, some of us could fill in and do it. And we'd all get out of there. Otherwise, like the man said, there were some of them, they got dead. They didn't get to get back. And uh, I'm thankful for the times that I had. I mean, I was with some of the greatest men in the world. And uh, I didn't necessarily uh, chuck with everything that all of them said and done. Um, when they say professionals, some of them were what you would call a real professional. And if you put the right amount of money or whatever in your space, uh, uh, you, you better figure out what the hell you were doing. But... Uh, in group, we're not traffic cops. We're special forces, and we're, they call us that for a damn reason. And if you're going to be special and you're going to overcome, you have to learn those same kind of abilities so you can overcome. And if you're not interested in that, now me, I kind of like that little part about that crown of life and age-lasting ability and everlasting life, and, and that's the reward. And I, I'm, 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 geared to, I'm geared to crossing that finish line and running it according to the rules. But I understand where you're coming from on the white race. I, I, I realize, and, and I have some of those beliefs. But here's the thing. I, I have an awful lot of people that um, I want to help. And I know you're white. Hell, I'm white. At least, as the man said, uh, enough that you can tell. And I've got blondy brown hair, and I've got blue eyes. And uh, most of my family is that way. But the thing of it is, I've learned to get along with people of all races, all colors, tribes, kindreds, tongues, and languages. And you know, when you get it right down to it, they got the same desires, wants, hurts, and want to overcome just like you and me do. And uh, it's easy to offend somebody. It's easy as hell. But what can we do? And if you really believe, and you believe that the white race was given this knowledge, then the deal that was taught by the Catholic Church and others was that you would help them, not hurt them. It's easier to teach somebody you can talk to than it is to offend them and get them where you can't talk to them. That's all we're doing and hoping you'll understand. You, you, you follow where I'm coming from, G6? 
some of the questions they have is real good. I mean, uh, I'm just doing my best to keep the rock flowing down. You know, if you live in a glass house, the man said you don't throw rocks. But uh, anyway, uh, that's not my. But then, what point. is your point, G six? What is your point? G6, what's your point? I understand what you're saying. And um, it's kind of like I'll hear some of them, uh, they're, they're pro-black legs, melatonin, high melatonin. And I can understand where they're coming from. But like the man said, I don't want them beating me over a damn head with a brick bat either. And I can't imagine you're probably the same way. Uh, and we have been conditioned. We've been conditioned to fight each other. We have not been conditioned to love our fellow man. And if that dude is standing next to you, I mean, that's kind of pretty damn close to what you might call a fellow man. <laughs> And uh, it's like right now, if you say anything, you're a nationalist or you're a, um, a skinhead or or you're a Nazi or a neo-Nazi or you're a this or a, you're a that. Friend, that's how you take and divide people. You create labels. When you create labels, you can't do nothing. And um, I'm talking about a team. A team is taught languages and cultures and things of that nature. And when you drop in, you uh, have to go in there and build a force. And you build a force by being friendly to them and helping them. I was a team medic, and consequently, a team medic is usually a calling card. Because somebody's usually sick or needs something bad, if it's a chieftain or somebody that's related to the chieftain in the family, um, and you can help them, believe me, you you have a whole lot more inroads than if you don't do anything. Um, but I can understand where, you, where you're coming from on the squirming and the, um, the race issue and things of that nature. It's just that uh, I, I've learned over time that some things it's really probably better to have a different approach to teaching and educating. There's some of them, I mean, I just flat can't help them. I mean, uh, it doesn't make any difference what race or whatever they are. I mean, no matter how you want to help them, hell, you can't help them because they they got such a preconceived, prejudicial idea um, that uh, there's nothing you can say or do to help those people. So the best thing to do is just go and leave them all and find those that you can. And um, like there's good Iranians. There's good Afghans. There's good Iraqis. There's also some bad ones there. You just kind of have to be on full alert so you can kind of determine who and what. And some of them 
Um, you know, they want to be clandestine as well. So, I mean, they're not going to reveal their hand until they're in a position they can do or accomplish what they uh, intended to accomplish. But um, I can understand where you're coming from. And I do thank you for coming to the call. I really do. Thank you very, very much. Anyway, Jim, I don't see anything else. You're damn, my damn crazy ball. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. Go ahead. Yes, sir, brother. I want to thank you again. <clears throat> for bringing forth this dissertation in class tonight. I mean, it's done me a lot of good. Um, and I hopefully, it, as well, hopefully it helps others also, which I believe it will, if they take time to really read it and, and understand it. And uh, again, like I said, you know, Yahweh bless you, keep you in perfect divine health. You know, if there's no other questions, I will end the call. And, folks, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming. And those that answered, asked questions, and those that are listening, we really do appreciate you. Hopefully you come back next Sunday, same time, same place. And with that, if there's no other questions, I'll wait a second or two. To see, excuse me, see if you're going to ask any questions. If not, I will end the call. And, you know, thank you again. I really do appreciate y'all coming. Y'all will bless each and every one of you. Keep you safe, out of harm's way. Well, there's another question. Okay. Oh, night all. Same to you, B56. You know, y'all have a blessing. Love you, way. Love you, Wade. Shalom, prosper, be in health, my best to the family. G6 to you, too. Meta Truth, same to you. And thanks for some of the stuff you sent. You've got some good stuff in there. I'm out of here, Jim. Good night. All right. Shalom. Good night, everyone.